This morning, I talked about why prophecies are not are delayed. And I gave some factors. Uh, did you follow it? If you didn't, you can go and listen to it. Hallelujah. Now, life is spiritual. Say life is spiritual. Mm-hmm. You know, when you are... <laughs> thank you, Holy Spirit. You see, when you, are, when you are a Christian, you must know that beyond the revelation you have, there is deeper revelations. And sometimes we block ourselves from receiving because we think this is what I know and this is the truth and I don't want to hear anything else. And sometimes it becomes a problem because I've learned to understand that we don't know enough. And learning, we are in the school of learning. And until we meet Jesus, we will start continue to discover. Amen? I told you about the principle of Christianity. When we give our life to Christ... The Bible says we are free, which is true, we are really free. But do you know that that freedom can be limited to your own actions? Let me give you an example I gave you already. In the morning, I said, if, let's say, this cell phone of Yuri, before I got my life to Jesus, let's say I stole it. God forbid. Then when I gave my life to Jesus, I am free. Isn't that true? But unless I go back to give him a cell phone, I'm not, I'm not free. I can claim the way I want. I'm not free. The restitution part is not preaching the church. We only receive the other part. I gave another example. I said, maybe you were Christian already and you were free. Then in the process, you promise a lady you're going to marry her and it was not there. Then you were together, and then you don't marry her. But the way you break up was messy. Now, this lady, she's not happy, although she's a Christian. Then you go marry Dia, and you say, I'm free. You are not free. You know what you must do? You must go to her and apologize. And say, listen to me, that the way I behave with you was not correct. And I know that in your heart, there might be things that are not right against me. I'm asking you for, for your forgiveness. That's what we call Christianity. Christianity is not just to claim, I am free, I am free, nothing can happen to me. That's why you die and you don't know why you die. Because we are failing. Now, in this afternoon service, I'm going to talk about the dimension of earth and heaven. Heaven and earth. Hmm? Somebody say, hmm. <laughs> Christianity is spiritual. Heaven and earth. You know, hmm. It's possible that you sin against heaven, but it's possible that you sin against earth. It's possible. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let me read the scripture in the book of Matthew, chapter number six. I want to read from verse nine, Matthew 6, 9. It says, this then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven. Amen? Who can quote that? Because you, you did that when you were in that church every Sunday. I don't know which church. <laughs> no, who can quote that for us quickly? Because it's here, but I want somebody to quote it. You know it in Africans. Ah, guys, please. 
This is the prayer of Sunday school. We all pray. Who wants to say it? Okay, who can start? Who can say the first sentence? Okay, that's the first sentence. The other one? I'll leave your name. Yes, you know it. And, and then again? Wait, 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 wait. Don't mess it up. Don't, don't cheat me. Yes? Your kingdom? Uh-huh. 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 Repeat it again. Yeah. As it is. Repeat it again. Say it again. Say it again. My sister, you are a teacher. When we repeat like that, what does it mean? When you teach and you repeat, make big. Yeah. When you make children repeat, what does it mean in teaching abilities? What are you doing when you make them repeat? So that they can remember it. Hallelujah. So, your will be done on earth as it is. These are the two dimensions that I want to talk about. Earth and. Now, you must understand and you should understand that there are realities here on earth and there are realities in heaven. There are laws here on earth and there are laws in heaven. So when you are born again, you live in the two dimensions. You are quiet. The Bible says in the book of Ephesians that we are seated in Christ Jesus. Where? In the heavenly places. But that does not disqualify you from being on earth. So we live in the same, in the two dimensions at the the same time. And because we live in the two dimensions at the same time, we need to understand the realities that work together in those dimensions. So, so, So there are principles on earth. Amen? Let me give you one of the principles in earth. On earth, the law of sowing and reaping. Now, I'm, I'm sure we have people that have acquainted to farming here. The earth, the ground, when you want a harvest of maize meal, what do you plant on? Maize meal. So it means that there is a principle on the earth that says the nature of a seed that you put on the earth the earth reproduces it to you, but it does not just reproduce one grain. It produces in abundance. So if I sow one seed, there, there is no way it will grow up and be one seed. So that's a that, that principle that God established with the earth. A covenant with the earth. Hallelujah. Now, in the book of Genesis, chapter number three, when men sinned against, when men broke the word that God gave them, missing the mark, and God was cursing men, what did God curse? 
The ground, he didn't curse men. Do you understand that? He cursed the ground. He says that, <laughs> he said to the ground, you will produce phones. So the sin of man mm-hmm, caused God to curse the ground. So that when man plants, he will not reap the way he wants. And he said, at the sweat of your eyebrows, you shall eat. So God spoke to the earth. And he said to earth, you will not obey this man. <laughs> you will be difficult. So that he may struggle when he wants to work on you. Hallelujah. First King chapter number 17. Elijah appeared before Ahab. And he said to Ahab, you have sinned, you you are a wicked man. And because of your sins, heaven will be closed. He said for three and a half years, it will not rain except at my word. So the sin of Ahab was a sin against heaven. And heaven closed down. Hallelujah. And you can study what Ahab did. Well, I won't go into that. If you want to know, you can go and study what Ahab did for heaven to be closed. In the book of Genesis, chapter number four, the Bible says that there was a man named Cain and his little brother named Abel. Now, Cain and Abel were different in operation. Cain was a farmer that was planting seed, and Abel was a herder. He had animals. The two of them, in the process of time, came before God to offer an offering. You know the story here. To offer an offering. Cain comes and gave an offering. Abel said, God rejected it. Abel comes and takes an animal, if you name or whatever, offered it to God, and God accepted it. And then Cain got jealous. And when he got jealous, God warned him. He said, Cain, Sin is crouching at your door, and his desire are turned toward you, but you dominate over it. Cain didn't. He killed Abel. I was studying Hebrew with the people of Israel. We, I was in a future class, and the teacher asked, because she's a Jew, and she doesn't understand, she does not really understand some of the things that we understand. So she said, don't you think God was mean by just rejecting the brother? And I said, no, God was not mean because God rejected his heart. His heart was not right. And the heart of the brother was right. Because if you read the book of Leviticus, you will know that God accepts offering that are like flowers, grain. God accepts them. So it was not about the, the nature of the offering. It was about the heart of the offerer. 
So, so, so when you come to do an offering, God is not looking at the money, he's looking at your heart. So you can do the biggest offering and still be rejected because your heart is not in sync with the will of God at that time. And people give for many reasons. Some people give to be seen, some people give because they want to. That, no, no. When your heart is right, God will accept it. Now, Cain killed Abel. And then God said to Cain, the blood of your brother that you spill on the ground is screaming. So earth was helping the blood to complete. Amen? Now God comes and says to Cain, because of what you have done, you will be a wanderer. You will go to the land of wandering. Amen? And then he said to God, my punishment is too much. <clears throat> because anyone that see me want to kill me. Have you read that? Yes. It's in your Bible. Yes, it's there. Let me read it. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, Hosanna. Hallelujah, Hosanna. Hallelujah. Oh, Genesis 4. Mm. Uh, he said, verse 11, Now you are under a curse and driven from the ground. You are under a curse and driven from the ground, which opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood. So who drank the blood? The, 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 the ground. And they say, when you work the ground, it will no longer yield its crop to you. So it means earth will repel your activities. Come on. There are some people here, they don't know why they are not succeeding. But the earth is not responding to you. Mm. I'm going to show you. Then he said, hmm, you will be a restless wanderer on earth. And Cain said, my punishment is more than I can bear. Today, you are driving me from the land, and I will be hidden from your presence. And I will be restless wanderer on the earth. And whoever finds me will kill me. Come on. He said, whoever finds me will what? To kill me. So, question. Question. What was on Cain that make people want to kill him? I, I, I don't know if you can hear what I'm saying. He said, whoever finds me will kill me. Now, question. Do you just walk in the street and everybody that sees you want to kill you? Eh? So, what makes Cain what makes Cain be a, a person that attracts death? The blood of his brother. But let me give you something. 
if you realize the words of Cain, everything he did was about the ground. But he says the blood of his brother went to the ground, but he said, God says that the ground that you till, that you work, will not respond to you. And Cain said, but you are driving away from the land, from the ground. And everybody that, want, that sees me wants to kill me. Don't you understand what Cain is trying to say to God? You guys are looking at me. If you go to Genesis 3, you will find the answer. And God said to men, from that you are, and from that you shall return. So what happened to Cain by the time God spoke to him and God cursed the ground, the ground was demanding Cain. Because Cain is dust. So earth was screaming for him to be, to come back to the ground. So anyone that sees him wants to help him go back. <laughs> anyone that sees him wants to kill him. Because the ground has become a curse and the ground wants to swallow him up. Because he sinned against the ground by spilling the blood on the ground and he made the ground drink blood. The ground was not made to drink blood. And when he killed his brother, he fed the ground with something the ground was not supposed to be fed with. And God said to him that from today you are cursed. So when we say somebody is cursed, it's not when he has a job, he does not get a job. They're not getting the job. It's just the result. It's what you see. But there is something deeper than that. Not getting married is just the result. There is something deeper than that. Oh. There's something deeper. Not having your, your finances in a mess, that's not a curse. It's just the result of something deeper. So Cain, being a wanderer, that's not the curse. There is something deeper than that. What did he do to become a wanderer? Hallelujah. So there are things on earth, when we do them, we are creating a setup for failure. These are principles here on earth. Oh my Lord, help me. The Bible says in the book of 1 Peter, I think chapter number 3, Peter was talking to men. And he said to them, men, treat your wife well because she's a weaker vessel so that nothing will hinder your prayers. So Peter is saying there's a principle. When you are married, you enter that principle. Peter is saying that the way you treat your wife that's the way God will answer you. So it means there are many husbands that don't progress and they don't know why they are not progressing. Look for where you are fallen. Because the way you treat your wife, oh, it's in your Bible. Eh? Must I read it for you? Or must I spare you? Because it's written there. So when you treat her a certain way and she's not happy and you are praying, it's hit the ceiling and comes back to your own head. 
And then after a year, you are frustrated. I don't know why God is not moving in my life. Maybe there's witchcraft. There is no witchcraft. You have a witch. You are your own witch. <laughs> because, you know, <laughs> because you are breaking a principle. You are breaking a law. You can be born again, speak in tongues. Even Jesus can come to your room every evening and it will not work for you. Do you know why? Because you are breaking a principle. So husbands, dear husbands, can I talk to you a bit? Uh-huh. With a measure that you measure, it will be measured back to you. So that woman sitting next to you, although Proverbs say you have found a good thing, is not a thing. <laughs> it's a door for your blessing. You don't check what I'm saying. I'm talking about principle on earth. I'm not saying we are in heaven now. Earth, earth, earth. The woman that you marry is a door for your blessing. You don't hear what I'm saying. You are quiet because you say, ah, is she God in my life? Yes, you married her. <laughs> now, let me tell you something. Let me, tell you, let me explain to you something so that you can understand. Now, I know we are children now, but I want to explain the principle. When you want to have a child, does a child come in your belly or in the womb of a woman? In the womb of a woman. Eh? So the children that looks like you, and they are sitting next to you. They didn't come from your belly. They came from the womb of a woman. Amen? So when you wanted the woman, the child, you gave your seed to the woman. And the woman, because she's, she's the ground. Because she's the ground. She took the seed and entertained the seed in her womb. And then your child came. Now, when you want to be blessed, you don't know how to do it. You don't know that the same womb that produces the child, there is a spiritual womb in the woman that brings forth what God has said upon your life. Oh. So, you know, last time I, I spoke to you, Johannes, that word, can I say something to you, will not come to pass. If, we know, if this one is sitting there, if this lady is sitting there, if we are not working together with her for these words, if we are not going home and say, my wife, this is a word that was spoken upon me. Let's pray together and give her the word. And you go to work, she goes to work, whatever, whatever but the word is in the tummy. You will see what God is going to do. There are, there are principles on earth here that you can do away with if you want to, but you will never prosper. You can claim what you want. I'm born again filled with the Holy Ghost, Rabbi Kasha. It will not work. No, it doesn't work like that. I want to tell you the truth. It's earth realm. And I used to say to the people, if you read carefully the Bible in the book of Genesis, the Bible says, Genesis 1, verse 26, the Bible says, and God said, let us make men in our image and our likeness and let them rule and let them dominion. And then in Genesis chapter number 2, verse 7, the Bible says, and God formed men out of the ground and breathed in his nostrils the breath of life and men became a living soul. And God gave a law to the men. 
And God said to the man, you shall not eat from the tree of, uh, in the midst of the garden, the tree of knowledge of good and evil, because the day you eat, you shall die. And then when God was saying that woman was not there. Huh? Woman was not there. And then later on, God created woman. And then the beauty of it, I said to them, is that the Bible says when God created man, then he planted a garden in Eden and put men in the garden he has created. Are we Bible scholars? He said he put men in the garden. And then God saw that man was alone. And he said it's not good for man to be alone. And in the garden, God made men sleep. And he took a rib out of him and made the woman. So it means that the woman was created in the garden, but man was not. And the garden is a place where you sow your seeds. So woman was created as a prophetic sign that this is the one that will receive seed and give fruit and harvest. And Peter bought into the revelation and said, if you anger her and you frustrate her, you are frustrating your own fertility and your own reproduction. Hallelujah. So now, principle of earth. The earth has principles. You know, when the prodigal son sinned against his father, and he came to his father, if you read the book of Luke, I think uh, Luke chapter number 15, I think we read from verse 21. He said, the son said, I will go to my father and say, Father, I have sinned against you and against heaven. I have sinned against you and against heaven. Not just against God, but against you. And not only against the men, but he sinned also against earth. Now, the reason why when the prodigal son went, he lost everything because he was under a curse. Now, when talk about curse, people are telling us, no, I'm a Christian, I'm not under a curse. You don't even know what curse is. You don't even know the word. You don't even know what it is. You know, in the church, they have taught us to repeat stuff, so we don't even know what it is. A curse does not mean the devil got you. No, it doesn't mean that. A curse does not mean that the idols are over you. No. No. A curse is simply that you broke a spiritual law and then the, the, the effects are working against you. So you can be a Christian and be under a curse. No, no, Galatians 3 say we are not under a curse. Yeah. That's why I say you don't even know what it is. Because I told you about wife and husband. Do you know that when you, you mistreat your wife, you are under a curse? You can be born again, but it's there. Because the curse is something that empowers you to fail. Yes. So, so the man, when he, he, he broke the law, because the law of heaven and earth says that unless a man dies, you cannot inherit Something from him. Unless he decides by his own admission that he will give you part of your inheritance. But the reason why people write a will and keep it until they die, we read the will, is because a will is not in power when the guy is alive. So if in the will of your father, he said, if he has a car, he say, you will get my car. When he's alive, you don't go and possess the car. It's still a will. It's not in power. He needs to die, and then the will become in power. That's why Jesus has to die for the will of God to be in power. 
So, so the men sinned, and he took the inheritance. And that inheritance he took, he couldn't succeed. The money was there. It was a lot of money, but he couldn't do anything with the money. Have you seen Christians that say, when my money touched my hand, I don't know what I do with. Have you heard that story? Where people, are, they, can't account, they can't account for the money. It's not the, the, the salary is not the problem. The problem is a scattering force that is behind you that is scattering your money. That's where the problem is. Have you realized that some people, they go to the mall, they don't plan to buy, but when they get there, oh, they buy. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it's like when money touches your hand, things are calling you, hey, come, come. Up, up, and then you start to spend. That was a prodigal son. When money touches him, then his eyes open upon the woman. You, she's beautiful. Ah, you. He was under a curse. Yes, he was under a curse. And I'm telling you today that there are laws here on earth that we don't break. First law, honor your father and your mother, and you shall live long. You don't break that. I, I say you don't break that. Don't come to me and say, my father does that. No, no, no. No, no, no. He didn't say honor your father and mother if they are good. So it's not your business judging your father. You set your heart right. Oh, I hope somebody hears me now. Because in the church, we tell you you will be blessed, but we don't tell you how to get the blessing. I'm just trying to teach you how to walk to access the blessing. So he said, honor your father and your mother. And honoring your father and your mother uh, does not mean that if they say go worship idols, you go. No. But honoring your father and your mother, it's more in your mind first. The way you think of them and the way you view them. Let God work in your, ask God to give you grace so that you won't see any man according to the flesh anymore like Paul prayed, but according to the Spirit of God. You rectify that. Hallelujah. And you walk here on earth. There is, you must know that, that, that earth has a voice. And earth is speaking against some people. They even don't know earth is speaking against them. The same, they are walking here on earth, but earth is repelling them. And they don't know what is happening because they are breaking laws that are connected to the earth. You know, we are, we, we are spirit, but we dwell in our body, and this body that we dwell in is connected to earth. So there are some things, when we do them, we are sinning against earth. It's like when you commit adultery, you are sinning against earth. Yes. Because the Bible says you sin against your own body. And what is your body made of? So when you are in adultery, when you are in adultery or fornication, you must know that when you go and sow your seeds, it will be scattered. So you will see people, they have a big job, but life is chaotic. You know why? Because when the guy climbing his, his car, every mosquito along the road, they stop for it. And suddenly, his wife looks like an elephant, and the one in the street looks like a mosquito. And that's what attracts him. 
You hear what I'm saying? And then he goes home and he says, I am born again. You're not born again. You are born again. <laughs> you understand? So, so we are seeing that when we are doing, the Bible talks about sinning against your own body. It's sinning against the earth. If you don't know that, it's sinning against the earth. There are laws here on earth. Hallelujah. Laziness is a sin against earth. Yes. When you are lazy, you are sinning against earth. Yes. Because the Bible says that, that, that the lazy man does not sow. It means the lazy man does not work. Earth is looking for people to work it. And if you are not working it, you are sinning against it. What is the first command that God gave to Adam? He said, you shall cultivate the garden. And cultivate means to bring the best out of so God is saying to Adam that this, this ground that I'm giving you, you are now master of it, but you must bring the best out of it. Hallelujah. And when you are not following this, forget about it. Now, sin against heaven is to sin against, against the way heavens work. You say, your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. Heaven has a protocol. You must know that. Heaven has a protocol. One of the biggest protocols of heaven is reverence to God. People don't have reverence to God anymore. For God's sake. They don't have reverence for God anymore. Reverence is that place where you are in awe and you admire God and you, you, you honor him. It becomes the center of everything you do. You are not the center of your life anymore. God's become the center. Hallelujah. God's become the center. And then you, 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 God becomes the number first. And the number one, last. And the number two. And the number three. And the number number. God becomes everything. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. When you do that, you are respecting protocols. Look at Jesus. He said, I do nothing unless I see my father doing it. So when I'm doing something that God has not commanded, I'm breaking the protocol of heaven. And that's why, that's why when Abraham took Agar, now, you know, as a young preacher, I thought that Abraham was not disciplined. That he should have said no. How many people think that Abraham could have said no? You say that now. But do you know that in those days it was lawful to take the maid? Remember, remember, Leah and Rachel gave a maid to Jacob. So it was not something unusual. In those days, when a woman cannot conceive, or she gives her servant to her husband, and when the servant gives birth, legally the child is for the woman. So Abraham was not doing something unlawful. It was just unlawful because he didn't hear the will of God. But as far as human protocol was concerned, as far as earth was concerned, he sinned against heaven, not against earth that time. And because he didn't sin against earth, God still blessed the child. Ah. 
Ishmael was still blessed because as far as earth protocol was respected, Abraham was in line with earth protocol, but not heaven protocol. So, so if you listen to the blessing of Ishmael, it was all concerning earth. I don't know if you hear what I'm saying. When God was blessing Ishmael, the blessing he pronounced was earth. And if you see the line of Ishmael, they are blessed with the earth. Go to their countries. Oil is for them. Money is for them. Go to Dubai, you will see something. <laughs> Towers that you have never seen in your life, you see it there. Huh? You, you, you see that? I was flying at night over Dubai, and it's like a, a, a city of lights. Even the cities are formed like rabbits. I don't know if you are from. Yes, 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 sir. Yes, I'm telling you something serious. When you fly, you look, very light. They shape the light. Some are like deer, some are like a rabbit. The way they're constructed when you are on the air, that's the figure you see. Beautiful. These people are blessed. Because God blessed them because as far as earth was concerned, Ishmael was in the line of blessing. Except heaven. That's why, my Lord, that's why when God has to bless Isaac, he blessed Isaac concerning protocol of heavens. Not earth. So God gave the spiritual blessing to Isaac. And he gave earthly blessing to Ishmael. Because the father didn't sin against earth. Come on. Do you check what I'm saying? So if you want earthly blessing, avoid sinning against earth. Do you know why Christians are broke and poor? Can I tell you? The poorest people are in the church. And the most anointed also are in the church. <laughs> you, know, you know, Christian, they can speak in tongues. The whole night, and then in the morning, there's no bread in the house. <laughs> no, because you know what is happening? It's because Christians don't understand that we are in two dimensions. And then they break protocol here and they respect heavenly protocol. It's fine. You are blessed with heavenly blessing. <laughs> with all kinds of spiritual blessing in heavenly places. But as far as earth is concerned, uh-uh, you are a no-go. Oh. Are you getting something? Thank you, my dear. So what you must do is to, I don't have time to go into all this. This is a message that I had preached over a week to just go point by point and explain to you what it means. But, but let me say this because the time is finished. Let me say this before we have things. That there are principles here on earth. You see, God cannot bless you if you are not aligning yourself to principles here on earth. Eh? I told you one of them is to honor your wife. Mamela? Francois? You see this beautiful lady sitting next to you? You are blessed. But you can stop your own blessing. Continue with what you are doing. You understand? If you honor her, God will honor you. Second principle that I told you is about family. Your father and your mother. Do you understand? 
Third principle, work hard. Don't be lazy. We, I know about supernatural finance. I know that. But that shouldn't be your whole life. <laughs> I see young people, they are lazy. They don't study. They are active in the church. But they don't study. Then they fail and they say, God was not with me. No. God said you are stupid. Yes. Because you didn't put effort in what you are doing. You thought angel will come and write it. Angels are not writing exam. You are writing it. Do you tell what I'm saying? There was a guy in Ivory Coast. He was so ridiculous. He didn't study. So <laughs> a day before exam, he put the school books. Then he put the Bible on top. <laughs> and he started to pray. Lord, let it sink in me. Oh, <laughs> let it sink. And he failed. <laughs> And if what God didn't listen to, I think angels have a good time laughing. <laughs> sometimes we go, sometimes we are like comedians for, as far as heaven is concerned. Sometimes it's like we're going to the arena and we say, let's, let's check a bit of comedy. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, there are principles that need to be followed. You can go, I'm just activating you so that you can go and study for yourself. Study the life of those who were blessed. You will see some people who were blessed with material in the Bible, but spiritually they lost it. Because they didn't apply the heavenly principle. They apply only earth and not heavenly. Ishmael was earthly. Isaac was heavenly. And if you, if you read the life of these two, in terms of material blessing, Ishmael and his descendants, like I said, they are wealthy and blessed. I say when I landed in Dubai, I saw these people, they wear that thing white and they tied it. Have you seen them? Then there was a shop, and these guys were going in. And I went in with them, and the watches, Rolex and stuff, and, 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 and I can feel the Christian turning back. <laughs> and, and, and this guy, they went and they were trying it. So I said, my God, let me hear. So I went in and I said, how much is this thing? The guy said, $10,000. I said, put it in my hand. I want to see if it fits well. So <laughs> I said, oh, how can the children of the devil don't run away? Me, I'm running away. <laughs> Have you seen that, that, that the children of the darkness are laughing at Christian? Have you realized that? It's because Christians are messed up. You give them a job, they mess it up. And they expect you to say, you are a brother in the Lord, so it's fine. No, it doesn't work like that. If they hire you somewhere, trust God to be the best. By applying wisdom of heaven and bringing here on earth and, and doing all this that God wants you to do. Hallelujah. I pray that God may bless you. I pray that your seed may be blessed. Hallelujah. I pray that God may bless you. So today when you go to home, I say, you say, God, I've heard this message. Teach me how to walk here on earth so that I may walk like Jesus. The Bible says that, that, that he grew in wisdom and grace and he had favor with God and with men. So let's say, God, I need favor here on earth. I know I have a heavenly favor, but I need favor here on earth. How to activate the grace that you have given me. I don't want to walk around in my whole life and then I don't achieve. I want to achieve so that I may be a blessing to many people. Father, show me the grace. And if I don't know how to handle finance, 
tell me where earth is repelling my finances and go back to that place and make right and ask God to bless you with the work of your hand. It's a prayer that Moses made in the book of Psalm 90. He said, establish the works of our hands, O Lord. Establish the works of our hands. And he says there that, that, that you may give us length of days. And you understand, these are wisdom prayers. Establish the work of our hand. I don't want to be here on earth and only live in the heavenly dimension. I want to live in the two dimensions so that I may be effective here and effective there. I don't want to be so heavenly minded that I'm not earthly good. You understand? So I want to live in the two dimensions at the time God has given me. So if you put me at a position, I want to make an impact. If you put me there, I want an impact because at the end of the day, it's about bringing people to the kingdom. It's about standing in the testimony so that people may know that a Christian can live a godly life but also can live a life of abundance. Hallelujah. And I'm praying that you may respect those principles. The prodigal son came and repented. So that is the first step of restoration, repentance. He came to his father and said, I know I have sinned against heaven, but also against you. And when he was busy repenting, the father restored him. And when the father restored him, look at the thing the father gave him. Yes, those things can be interpreted spiritually, my wife, but it's also earthly. Yes, because the ring he gave him was a real ring. It was not a spiritual, it was not the Holy Spirit ring. It was a real thing. <laughs> yes, we can connect it because we know the symbol of the symbolism. The garment he gave him was a real garment. It was not the coat of, of anointing. It was real garment. So he, <laughs> he gave him real things here on earth so that when the child walked the street, they would say, this is the son of this man because they know the way he dresses his children. I'm praying that God may dress you in a way. <laughs> I pray that God may dress you in a way that when you walk the street, people may know that you are a child of God. I'm releasing the grace of the Lord upon you right now in Jesus' name. That everything on earth that is repelling, that is screaming against your life, be broken in the name of Jesus. I pray that family legacies that you are not a, a, a entitled to, to, to inherit may disengage themselves from you in the name of Jesus. But I pray that the blessing of the Lord may be upon your heads as the blessing of your father is upon your head. The same way God, uh, Jacob blessed Joseph, we blessing you today. The same way jo Jacob blessed Judah, we bless you today. That your father's blessing may go before you and be behind you. That, that people will not make a mockery of your God anymore. Because when you will be in a place, you will shine like a burning and a shining light. And I'm praying, I'm speaking to the ground today, oh, land of South Africa, in the name of Jesus, you will not open your mouth and swallow the people anymore, but you will open your mouth and bless them, in the name of Jesus, that there will be a covenant between them and even the stones that, ah, yeah, 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 that wherever they walk, blessing will be in the name of Jesus. Amen. Yes, I know these things. I start to activate them. Oh, it's working so much. Yes, I read to my family Job. If you read Job 5, you read from verse 23. He said, you will make a covenant with stones. Yo. I, I was so blessed. I was so blessed. And I read that the stars fought for Deborah. Nature is in power. Nature can destroy or nature can work for you. Do you understand that? Nature can destroy or can work for you. Wind can destroy houses, but wind can make you win a race. <laughs> if the wind is going like this, it can push you when you run. But if you're coming against you, it can also bring you back. 
I'm praying that even nature shall speak on your favor. In the name of Jesus. From today, you are not just a Christian that is heavenly minded, but you are a Christian that lives in the two dimensions. Heaven and earth. Heaven and earth. Heaven and earth. That the blessing of the Father shall be upon you in Jesus' name. Amen. Are you blessed? So we're going to do the offering. Let's do the offering. Thank you, Jesus.